You're listening to Business Genius with host and Smart Start founder, Linda Lopec. This is Smart Start coach, Linda Lopec, and you are listening to Business Genius episode 205, How to Protect Yourself from Employees and Clients Who Do You Wrong. If you stay in business long enough, the day will come when you must confront the harsh reality of employee or client betrayal. You won't want to believe it's true, but the facts speak for themselves. A person you trusted and gave your best to is stealing your hard work, creative ideas, time and energy by engaging in bad behavior. Getting caught isn't what makes something wrong. Having former employees set up a new business that competes directly with yours isn't new. In reality, your company is currently employing people who could, at any time, walk out the door with valuable company assets and severely hinder your business. Technology makes it all too easy, and professional integrity isn't what it used to be. Working with a client who suddenly doesn't pay you when or as much as expected, and then tries to pretend you never had a contract, has soured many a working relationship. Now that this has happened to you, it's likely feelings of anger, frustration, and a sense of loss and betrayal can be overwhelming. And for some, extreme rage festers and is directed towards seeking revenge. Revenge might taste sweet in the moment, but ultimately it's an unprofessional response and bad for business. So what can you do instead? Can you protect yourself from employees and clients who steal from or try to cheat you by withholding what's legally due? Can you prevent it from happening again? Should you take your chances in court or let it go? Here are seven lessons people learn dealing with these very challenges over the years. First, prevention is less costly than prosecution. Don't go into business thinking employee theft or a client's refusal to pay what they owe will never happen to you. If it doesn't, great. But if you expect that it could happen, you can put plans in place to help make it much less likely. For example, you can formally register copyright for all critical intellectual property. You can take additional precautions to protect your digital images from theft by using watermarks, blocking copying ability with a no right-click script, shrink wrapping your images and designs, or using tools that interfere with copying. And you can record all conversations with clients where you discuss your offer, payment terms, and other contract details, so you have indisputable proof your version of the facts is more accurate when the client's memory of your agreement lapses. And if you're truly concerned about a person's integrity, you can continue recording every aspect of your interaction throughout the discharge of the contract. That way, if you're ever accused of not doing what you were supposed to be doing or not performing your duties in a responsible and professional manner, you will have evidence to the contrary that you were acting under the client's specific direction and against the advice you had given them. When employees leave your company, whether by their choice or yours, 
consider the possibility they will be starting up a new business to compete directly with your own. Stay alert to such occurrences, and when they come to your attention, investigate further to ensure their success is not coming at the expense of yours. Honest competition should be welcomed. Dishonest representation must be dealt with immediately and stopped. The same goes for a client who suddenly insists you never had a contract or did not discharge your duties as required, or that you used your build time improperly and not at their direction as justification for not paying you as expected. These bogus assertions and accusations are easily disproved with your call recordings, proving how events actually transpired. Just having these recordings will relieve any stress from finding yourself in such an unpleasant situation but you'll be able to take remedial action confidently, knowing it will not be their word against yours. Lesson number two, hire slow, fire fast. Have a system in place for vetting the trustworthiness of anyone you hire or choose to contract with, including referrals. Talk to others who've worked with them. Check out their online presence and reputation as part of your due diligence. Make it clear when interviewing that breaking your trust is grounds for immediate dismissal and that hiring is contingent on signing a non-solicitation agreement with a non-compete clause. Enforce these rules for all of your staff, no exceptions. With respect to clients, make sure you know how to handle yourself when a material breach of the contract is imminent, such as by a client's refusal to honor payment terms defined in your contract or making it impossible for you to complete your tasks. Lesson number three, limit exposure to clients, customers, and confidential data. Professional service companies are relationship-based businesses, and those relationships are built by the employees and contractors working directly with your clients and customers. As the business owner, it may not be feasible for you to be the only point of contact but you can still limit direct exposure to clients and customers your new employees and contractors have by pairing them with other employees until full trust has been earned. When it comes to contact details and other confidential data, it might mean you need to compartmentalize information, restrict access to certain files and accounts such as lead lists and proprietary processes, ensure communications and networks are secured, and have employees sign non-disclosure agreements. If you are on the unraveling end of a client relationship headed south, you must not use your access to this information for any reason other than bringing your contract to a clean close. No matter how unprofessional your client is treating you, your behavior and response must be without even the slightest hint of prejudice or malice and must be honorable to a fault throughout. Human nature being what it is, this might be hard for you, but it is an absolute must and you will be rewarded handsomely for standing on higher ground. Lesson number four, put contracts in place for all your business dealings. Use employment contracts to clearly establish how people you hire to represent your company are to act when on a job for you and spell out any actions that are prohibited. For example, 
Have all your employees sign non-solicitation agreements that include a non-compete clause. Give contractors cards for your business to pass out when they're on a job for you and put in writing they are not to be passing out their own business cards or talking about their businesses when working on a job representing you. Now to the client-related issues. Despite what many clients might think, a signed paper contract is not necessary to establish a valid enforceable contract exists with respect to your working arrangements. The onus is on you to know which types of client contracts must be written and signed to be valid in the state or province where your client has his or her business. But generally, there will be few circumstances where this applies. Digital and oral contracts are just as binding on your client, and your rights to enforce them are not only valid, they can be legally pursued. Sadly, even having a signed and written contract in place will not prevent an unscrupulous client from trying to cheat you. However, do not give up on pursuing payment that is due to you. Put the client on notice of their material breach of the contract, and if necessary, move the client's account into collections, which then starts the formal dunning process. Yes, it will be unpleasant, but it's part of running your business responsibly. Some clients just can't be reasoned with and have no conscience with respect to honoring contracts. Lesson number five, distribute key responsibilities among employees. As convenient as it might be to rely on a single superstar employee for running operations, your business can be drastically affected if you ever have to fire that person or they leave you. Make sure you keep a hand on key projects and that you grow a team where you can distribute the workload and responsibilities. In the client scenario, it is the business owner's responsibility to properly manage a transition, not yours. However, you have a professional obligation to bring your contract to a clean close by cooperating fully as needed to support the handoff to a new team or business owner. This, however, must be planned in advance and you have no obligation to assist after the contract ends or if you have not been paid appropriately for your services. Lesson number six, grow your project pipeline. Regardless of which side of a working relationship you occupy, set up your business to continue to evolve in such a way that it won't collapse completely if someone steals your clients and creative ideas or if a client disaster occurs. Having new projects and clients always coming on board is a way of continuing to move forward when forced to deal with the inevitable and the ugly. Lesson number seven. Reward trustworthy behavior. Create a work environment where loyal employees are recognized and rewarded for trustworthy actions so they'll have a greater incentive to not leave you. While extra money is always nice, research proves the most highly motivating rewards are related to having greater autonomy and personal accountability. If you are a service provider, you can reward trustworthy client behavior by being open and more flexible if or when your client needs that, and you can choose to go above and beyond in performing your contractual duties as you see fit. However, if that same client takes advantage of your generosity or treats you badly, or does not appreciate the gift that you are sharing with them, you have no obligation to continue, 
and reverting strictly to your contractual duties is not only legal, it is recommended. We always hope that our working relationships will unfold smoothly, but sometimes it doesn't matter how well you've planned, prepared, and covered the potential risks. Things can and do happen. When they do, hold yourself accountable for behavior you control. Do not allow yourself to be bullied or taken advantage of and assert and pursue your legal rights however you see fit. Until next time, this is Smart Start Coach Linda Lopeck here to help you grow your business genius and love your work, whatever it may be. Over 73,000 entrepreneurs know the difference Smart Start makes to business success. Join us. I'd love to help you build your dream. Find more ways to unleash your business genius at smartstartcoach.com.